everyone. Welcome to episode 16 of Adventures in Autism. I am Megan Carranza. Thank you so much for coming back to listen, or if it's your first episode, welcome. I really just appreciate each and every one of you so very much. Um, Today's episode is going to be just me, Rod and Solo. I have a few different things I want to talk about. I'm going to try to stay on topic. (laughs) Um, I've had a few different listeners tell me that they'd be interested in hearing more kind of like life updates just about our family and obviously Logan specifically. Um, some even asked more of like for like a day in the life type of episode. I don't think we're that interesting (laughs) to do like a day by day, but I do think that especially this time of year, there is a lot going on. Uh, so there's definitely lots to talk about. So I thought I would talk about that. Just kind of some, some life updates, things that we're up to. And then because it is that special holiday time of year, I thought I would talk about some of our family traditions and ways that autism might affect those things or not affect those things and just kind of how how we handle it and then sort of my my hopes and goals for getting into the new year for 2019. So I had mentioned it last week in the closing um, episode, the closing of the episode, that we celebrated Logan's sixth birthday. If you have been listening since the beginning, you might remember that his birthday, he was born on 12-12-12. So he was very special right from the start. And every year when his birthday rolls around, I am just a ball of emotions. <laughs> I'm a ball of emotions 95% of the time. So it's not not super surprising for me. But I think a lot of moms can relate to this, whether you have, you know, special needs children or not. There's just something about your baby getting older that is so very bittersweet. I mean, you love to see them grow up and to see all the amazing things they're doing, but you just can't help but feel, you know, that little kind of ache in your heart that your your baby is getting older. And now with Logan, it's definitely a little bit different than, you know, a neurotypical child because we are in a different situation. And I don't want to I don't want to dwell too much on this, but I do want to share because I think that a lot of other, you know, autism parents can relate to this feeling of just kind of that little bit of sadness that, like I said, I think all parents experience, but it's, it's a little bit deeper level, at least for me, because Logan's birthday is kind of a timestamp. It is a timestamp of time passing by. And I think I can do a really good job most of the time of staying positive and staying in the moment and just kind of like working with everything we have going on and not getting too far ahead of myself because I think that that is, at least for me, so important. But his birthday coming just reminds me that time is passing by and in many ways, we are still kind of stuck. And like I said, I don't want to dwell on it too much. I don't want to sound too negative, but I'm not going to lie. It's hard for me because I, 
I never imagined when Logan was a baby that, you know, we'd be celebrating his sixth birthday and he, you know, would still be wearing diapers and he would not be able to, you know, communicate with us verbally. Um, those things are hard. And I'm just going to put that out there because, like I said, I think a lot of parents who are in a similar situation to me can probably relate to that. And I don't want to discount all of the amazing progress that he has made because it is endless. I mean, he has come so very far. And, and that's the good thing about his birthday is it reminds me, you know, even just the year before where we were at. But like I said, it's something about his birthday. It brings up all those memories, especially of him as a baby. And, you know, you have all these these kind of hopes and dreams. And when you really are looking at kind of the cold, hard reality of the situation, it, it's hard. It's, it's a tough pill to swallow. Um, this year for his birthday, I wasn't really sure what to get him. That's another thing that I, I struggle with because, you know, he can't verbally tell me, you know, oh, mommy, I want this. Like our, our daughter Liliana, every time she sees a toy commercial, it does not matter what it is. <laughs> She's like, oh, mommy, I get that. I mean, she wants everything. So picking out toys for her is like piece of cake. No big deal. But for Logan, it's hard because not only can he not tell me, you know, specifically what it is that he might want, but he also doesn't really play with toys the way that a, you know, neurotypical child would. I mean, sometimes he does, but like in like in a functional way, but a lot of times he he kind of plays in his own way, which is great. I'm I'm so happy for that, but it's hard to again to know how what's something that's going to appeal to him because not toys don't always have like a a real functional job with him if you will so this this the the day before his birthday I'm a procrastinator last minute lady um I had gone out to get some presents I went to Target and I was just like wandering quite aimlessly <laughs> down down the aisles and I even texted my sister I sent her a picture of me just like staring at these aisles of toys and I was like I'm feeling really sad right now because I'm looking at all these toys and I don't know what to get for Logan and I I don't know what he's going to really like and what he's really going to play with and I just I wish you know that I had a crystal ball basically that would tell me what I should get for him. So I ended up finding at Target, for those who maybe don't know, they have a whole like sensory section now, which was very cool. I got him like a few different little kind of sensory toys and fidgets and things that I think are really appealing to him. Um, he also, he loves Mickey Mouse and Mickey's a mainstay. So there's some things that are like easy-ish for me to pick out for him because he he's always loved Mickey since he was a baby. He still does. He loves the minions. So things like that. Like I'm like, okay, if I get this, it's going to appeal to him at least somewhat. <laughs> um, so I got him like a little Mickey toy and then I ended up finding him a Mickey sticker book, which that was actually a huge hit. Um, and he really, he really liked all the, 
all the little sensory toys I got him. I got him a couple games too, which he is not super into the games yet, but they were a great, a great addition because we, they play games with him in therapy. It's good for, you know, turn taking and kind of following the rules. Although they obviously, we modify the rules for him. So (laughs) that makes it a little bit easier. Um, but yeah, I ended up finding, I found some toys and, it was, it was, it was a a kind of a rough, a rough moment there. But then the next day was his actual birthday. And that was a really great day. He woke up super excited. And I really felt like this year was the first year that he really understood that it was his birthday, which was very exciting for me. Cause again, just seeing, seeing his wheels turning, like that is all I want. Just knowing that he's like understanding what's going on around him is so huge. Um, so that day, I mean, his birthday was, um, a Wednesday, so we didn't do too much. We had this like a little, little intimate family party. We sang happy birthday to him, which he loves. He loves a happy birthday song and he had a little, I sent treats to school. So he had a, he had a good day and we had a really nice day together as a family. But then this past weekend on Saturday, we had his birthday party, which if you follow me on social media, you might have seen that we had a a Coca-Cola theme birthday party for him, which I have to give credit where credit is due. It was my husband's idea. <laughs> um, and it may seem odd, but Logan loves Coke and he doesn't drink it, but he I, for whatever reason, loves like the bottles. He loves the logo. Like he'll watch on video on on YouTube. He'll watch videos of like old Coca Cola commercials from like like black and white commercials, and kind of like the evolution of how like the bottle and the label and the logos like everything's changed. And for whatever reason, he just like loves it, and it gets him so excited. So Manny had joked, it was a couple months ago. He's like, we should do a, a Coke birthday for him. And I love birthday parties. I love decorating. That's like so much fun for me. So I was like, oh, I'm like, we could really have fun with that. <laughs> um, and we did. We had a lot of fun. We did. I had some really cute Coke decorations. And Logan was so excited when he saw all the Coca-Cola stuff and seeing the house all decorated. Um, and then we had this party. And this was like the silver lining to all of it. Because like I said, I, I was especially before his birthday, feeling a little down, but then his party came and it was so incredible to see him this year. He was just so engaged and so happy at his birthday. We had, we had quite a few people here. We had about probably at least 30 people, lots and lots of kids. And typically we have He's usually pretty good for that kind of stuff, but sometimes he will have, you know, just where he gets kind of like agitated or uncomfortable and he doesn't really know what to do with himself. So he'll kind of withdraw. Um, we really had none of that. He was, he was so happy to see everyone, even people that he doesn't see very often and he's not like super comfortable with. He was still like going up to everyone. He, at one point, honestly went up to every single person at the party and gave them a hug and a kiss. Like just literally made the rounds, like went around the entire room. People that, like I said, he, some that he doesn't even know that well, but he's just like, Hey, thanks for coming. So that was honestly such a highlight. And it, it just, it kind of shifted my whole perspective on the situation because 
there there's so many times where I I do start to feel kind of down or something and then Logan will do something like that and I'm like what what am I even worried about like this this guy is doing so great and he just continues to surprise me and then it honestly like I look back at it and I'm just like now I feel silly because (laughs) there's is is there might be hard moments but on a whole I mean he he's just he's incredible and we are so so lucky to have him um and like I said his party was awesome again he was so happy when everyone's saying happy birthday to him and he was verbally saying bye to everyone as they were leaving oh he was excited to open his presents that was like a huge thing at the party that's something that in years past like even with Christmas too like he he just isn't really that interested in presents which like I said, makes it difficult to figure out what to get him. It also kind of warms my heart because I'm like, he's he just doesn't want for material things, which I think is really special. Um, again, we have another child who wants everything. <laughs> so I think it's very just like simple and sweet that he doesn't, he really doesn't worry that about that kind of stuff. All he really wants is candy. That's the true way to his heart. Um, but when we all went, we sat down to open his presents, like he went right for him and he was really excited and he was going through everything. And again, it was, I mean, it was just incredible. It, it really, Manny and I were talking about later and we we're still talking about it days later, talking about how it was just so amazing to see him really kind of come alive at his birthday and have all these people around, which sometimes is difficult and just the way that he handled all of it, it was like he was really a participant at the party instead of having, you know, things kind of happening around him. And he was just, you know, kind of along for the ride. He was engaged and it, it was such, such an amazing, such an amazing experience. And I'm just so, so proud of him. (laughs) Um, so that's like a little birthday overview and, as far as like holiday season, we've actually had quite a bit going on lately in terms of, you know, parties and outings. We had my husband's work Christmas party, which is wonderful. They do a great job. It's more of a family party and Santa is there and it's kind of a long event because it's like we, we eat and they have some speeches and awards and they do some gifts and then Santa's there. So, I mean, we're there for a good couple hours and he has to, you know, sit and be attentive and not that his behavior was amazing, but I mean, he did so well. He was really good. He loves Santa. So he was very excited to see Santa. His little sisters, not so much. They are not Santa fans. <laughs> um, but he, he loves Santa enough for everybody. So he gets so excited. It's just the sweetest. Um, and then we also had like a, a neighborhood kind of family party that we went to, which I ended up taking the kids. I took Logan and Liliana by myself and Manny stayed back with the baby because she was napping. And it's funny when you have a child with autism and you have to kind of figure out like the best course of action for everything. And I think that other autism parents can probably relate to this, but we, we went to the parties and it was at a neighbor's house and I, I, I'm very like comfortable with all my neighbors. Um, but it was, it was funny cause I, I walked into the house and like immediately I noticed that there was two candles burning that were at, you know, reachable level for, for the kids. And I mean, most children would know like, Oh, that's a candle. That's a flame. It's hot. Uh, Logan, 
whether he knows that or not, would not care. And he would have, I don't think, any issue. He has tried before to, like, touch a candle. Um, So for his safety and the safety of others, I just went right up to the host of the party, my neighbor, and I'm like, you know what? Can we just move these candles or blow them out? And, I mean, I felt kind of bad doing that. But I, I think that as as a, an autism parent, you just sort of learn like, okay, this, this is what has to be done. <laughs> and maybe it's a little rude, but it's also just like, you know, I don't want, I don't want your house to burn down. So I'm thinking of you and the safety of my child. She also had like a little bowl of mini candy canes out, which so sweet, obviously at a holiday party, candy canes. Um, and again, I just had to turn her and say like, can we move these? Cause Logan, as I've mentioned, is a candy addict and especially he loves minty he loves honestly like pretty much every candy except for chocolate but he loves anything fruity anything minty he loves like mint and gum and I knew he would just go crazy on those candy canes which he did he got one before I even had seen them so I let him have the one and I'm like can we just move these out of the way so I mean there's definitely things that you have to take into consideration and I think you know, other people might see that and think like, oh, like what, why would she do that? But I mean, I, I have to think about what's best for my son and our family. And I love being able to, you know, go to these parties and I'm so thankful to be included. And I'm thankful that Logan is included. Um, but you do have to think about, you know, the, the things that you might need that are a little different than, you know, another family's needs. And personally, I, I have no problem kind of speaking up (laughs) and saying those things. But if you're someone that struggles with that, and I understand because it is a little awkward, I think people are are more willing to help than you might realize. And I think that that's important to remember. And, and if they're not willing to help, like, bye. <laughs> you know, I mean, if you find out in that process that there's somebody who's not supportive, then it's like better, you know, now, but I think nine times out of 10, they're, they're willing to, to be helpful and accommodating, especially with like little stuff like that. So that's definitely something I would say if you're worried about it, never hurts to ask and just, you know, make your, make your needs known. I feel like just in general, there's a lot of things that, you know, when you have a child with autism, you might need to kind of tweak the situation a little bit, but you know, it's, it doesn't mean you can't go. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't do these things. You just have to, you know, know where the, the issues might be. And hopefully you can try to find a way to work around it because I I do think it's so important for, for your family and, and for your, you know, your child to, to be a part of these things. I think that, a lot of autism parents feel like they need to like, or they do feel secluded because it is, it's, it is isolating. But I think sometimes you seclude yourself even more because you're worried about possible outcomes in a situation. And I get that because I've totally been there before. Um, I am personally, I'm a very social person, so I really like doing these kind of things. And Logan is too. He loves like being around people and going places. If he even gets like a whiff that we are like planning to go somewhere, he runs and gets his shoes. Like he's ready to go. Um, so it's just, you know, figuring out the best, the best way to do that for us. 
we also had like another birthday party recently that we went to and that was at more of like a, a sports complex and he he really did great with that um so we were just ha- having having lots of fun um for actual like we celebrate christmas so for actual christmas on christmas eve we usually do something with my family um again we live in the suburbs of chicago so we typically go to the museum of science and industry because they do the christmas around the world exhibit which is really cool because they have christmas trees decorated in all different uh every country does a, a different like style how how they would decorate their christmas tree and it's it's really fun to see all that and they have a bunch of just really cool exhibits obviously at the museum all year round um, but seeing all the Christmas trees is, is so much fun. Um, and then this year we're maybe talking about branching out and going to the aquarium. So we will see. Um, and again, Logan does really, really well in all those situations. So we're lucky because we love doing that stuff and he enjoys doing it too. So it's not always perfect. <laughs> Sometimes we have, you know, some little issues here and there. Um, but that's kind of how, how we spend our holiday. And then on actual Christmas, we'll, we'll, we'll have like a little time in the morning, just our family. We're very excited this year because it's our, our little Layla's first Christmas. She just turned eight months old. So that is so exciting. Um, and then hopefully I'll figure out some more presents to get for Logan. (laughs) We actually got, we got the kids a trampoline this year and obviously it's cold in winter right now. So we won't be doing anything with that anytime soon, but we're very excited for this summer. And I think that will be a wonderful gift for him because he, we have a little mini trampoline in the basement and he loves it. And this past summer we stayed at a friend's beach house and they had a trampoline and he, I mean, he could have just like lived in the trampoline. (laughs) So that's kind of their big present. Um, but since it's not really something that they can use right now, we'll definitely get them some little stuff. And for his birthday, he got tons and tons of games. He has, he has lots of games, but there's a few, a few things that other people got him. And I'm like, Oh, this, this is something he really likes. So I can maybe get variations of those things, but you got to get creative. Again, when your when your child can't tell you, like, mommy, I want that, you definitely you've gotta sort of dig deep and figure out what the best the best course of action <laughs> might be. Um but then as far as the rest of the day we'll have Manny's family comes over in the morning. He has tons of kids in his family. So all the kids and like his brothers and sisters and everyone comes over and we do like a big breakfast or like a brunch more. Uh, we open presents to all of them, and then later in the day, my family comes over, and we're going to do dinner with them, and we open presents again, so <laughs> the children get sufficiently spoiled, and the adults get to eat, drink, and be merry, and it just all works out very well. I, I'm a total, I love pretty much any holiday, but I, I love Christmas, and I think any parent listening no matter neurotypical child or special needs, I think being a parent at Christmas time or, you know, during the holidays is just probably the best thing ever because, you know, you just, you get to relive Christmas as you did as a child, but it's like even better because now it's, you get to see your, your kids and how happy they are. And it's, it's such a, you know, this, it's so cheesy, but it's like, this is where, 
memories are made and you, you hold on to these memories for a lifetime. And I definitely, that's not wasted on me. I, I really, I enjoy this time so much, especially with them because they just make it, make it so wonderful. So going into 2019 after, after Christmas is over and kind of wrapping things up and getting towards the new year, I am not a big resolution person. I think that resolutions don't usually pan out. (laughs) So I'm not really focused on that. But what I am focused on is, you know, setting some, some goals, some hopes and wishes and intentions for 2019. Um, last year for 2018, my, my goal was to start this podcast and look at me go. (laughs) It's, it started, it's happening, it's here. So for me personally, for 2019, I, I just want to keep on keeping on. I want to keep this going. It's been so incredible so far. I, I can't even put it into words. It's just been wonderful to, make these connections and some really meaningful connections. I I've had some guests on the podcast so far that have honestly just become like friends to me and some that you you've already heard and some episodes that I have recorded that aren't released yet. I have people that like I've just connected with and because we share such kind of a unique bond and even though like we don't know each other that well, you just immediately feel that like that connection with this, these people that I, I wouldn't know otherwise. So for that reason alone, I am so thankful for the podcast. And then even the people, you know, like you listening right now, <laughs> I am thankful for you and everyone who has reached out just to tell me that they enjoy the podcast and that it's helping them. That is like, it just means, it means so much to me because that's what I, I wanted to happen and to know that that it's, it's actually serving its purpose is incredible. So that, like I said, that is my personal goal, just to keep this going, to hopefully grow, reach more people. I want as many people as possible that need to listen to this, to hear it. Um, and then as far as with Logan, I mean, I don't like to put too much on, on his little shoulders. I think that he works so hard and I am proud of him no matter what. But with that being said, obviously there's, there's always things that I, I want for him and goals that I'm hoping he can achieve. I would say the biggest goal for 2019, and I think it's going to happen, is that he will be fully potty trained. <laughs> and that is something that I just I want so badly for him. I want it for me too. I'm not going to lie. Three kids in diapers is a lot, but I want it for him. I want him to have that independence, that, that, you know, self-care. And I just feel like that is such a huge step forward. And he is so close, you guys. (laughs) I'm telling you, like, I mean, he's every day he is, he's using the potty multiple times a day. Um, but there are still many accidents and he's not, we're still working really hard to get him to communicate that he needs to go to the potty because he has no problem sitting. And like, if he has to go, he will go. That's no issue. But getting him to either, you know, use his packs or verbally tell us and just kind of watching his cues. Those are things that we are 
really working towards. And we were hoping that we were going to do kind of another sort of boot camp style potty training over Christmas break. I don't think that's it. Well, I know it's not going to work out. We had a, a, a team meeting with his his uh, whole kind of his all of his ABA therapists and his BCBA just yesterday. And we just don't have we're actually down a therapist right now. That's a that's another life update for us. The past few weeks, he, he usually has two therapists and they kind of split up days with him. And so he has, has therapy essentially six days a week. So they do like three and three. Well, one of his therapists had to leave. And so now we're, we just have the one. So he's only having therapy three days a week. So we have about half the therapy that we are used to having. And he is doing incredible, honestly. He has really surprised me because typically in the times that he doesn't have therapy, that's when things tend to go kind of haywire <laughs> for him. Or not even just therapy, but just that that routine and that structure. Like, he does so well with having things, you know, kind of a plan. And when he when he doesn't have therapy, it's it can get a little dicey because if he doesn't have something to do he kind of starts looking for trouble and he is very good at finding it. (laughs) So that can be a challenge. I'm not going to lie going into winter break. I'm a little bit nervous because he, so there will be, you know, three days a week where he doesn't have any school or therapy. So that is always interesting because again, he just, he, he just starts kind of getting a little restless and getting a little mischievous. Um, and, and it's hard for him because I know that he's just like bored and I, I try as hard as I can to, you know, help him in any way that I can. Unfortunately, he just really looks at me as mom. He does not see me in that like educator role because I try to do a lot of the same things they do in therapy with him. And sometimes I will get something out of him. Uh, but usually he's just kind of like, uh, what are you trying to do here, lady? And he's not really interested in my, my tactics. (laughs) So that's a bit of a challenge, but I'm also excited because it's, he's always so busy. It's so rare that we have days where he has like nothing going on. So I, I, I feel like we'll actually get to like maybe do some more fun stuff that we don't get to do all that often. So try to plan some, some fun outings with, with him and the kids, which I can report back on that stuff too for another update. Um, but yeah, that's kind of also another thing that's been going on with us now. So we are just crossing our fingers that we, we get a new, another therapist hopefully soon, but it did really put a damper on our potty training plans because it's, it's such a challenge with potty training. So you really need kind of all hands on deck. Uh, so right now we are, we're still working on it, but we're just, we're not going to do like the intense kind of boot camp sort of style that we were planning to do, which we have done a couple times now. And it has not really been successful, but he has made such progress with, with going potty that I think that even though, you know, we didn't get to like the end result, I think all these little pieces are, have been sinking in over time. And he's, he really is, he's really, really starting to get it. He does, he does really well with like the whole routine of like going to the bathroom. So that, that's my, my probably most like tangible goal, I would say for him is to, to get him potty trained. 
beyond that, I want him to be happy. That is always my number one goal is that he is happy and healthy and thriving. I always want to keep working on speech. I feel like that is the biggest hurdle that we have. I can, I, if we could get him potty trained, we can get him talking. I mean, he could, he could honestly just be like the president of the United States. Like truly, like we could just rock this out. And so that is, those are always like my big, my long-term goals. You always got to have the, the long game. Um, so the, I mean, it sounds kind of silly to say that though, because we have, we definitely have a, a long way to go, but he's doing amazing. And he, especially just with his communication overall, using his packs, he's improving so much. He's, he's really able to, to effectively communicate using packs. And for a long time we had the packs, but it wasn't really something he was motivated with. And now it's like, he's, he is like truly understanding that like, Oh, if I need something, I can, I can show mom my packs and then I can get it. And it's just, again, like the wheels are turning and it's just amazing to see. He, he is definitely getting more verbal all the time. And that is incredible. And I'm so proud of him. Like I said, we had a a team meeting and we were talking about just different programs. They, they run in ABA therapy. I feel like ABA therapy is kind of hard to understand. And even, I mean, we've been doing it for a while now and there's still things that I don't understand, but basically there's, there's separate programs that his, his therapist kind of carry out with him and they are collecting data every time they run these programs. So just like, for example, they work on him writing, like, like kind of pre-writing skills. So for a long time, it was just getting him to draw like a horizontal line and a vertical line. And even that was a challenge. He is not motivated by writing. He does not enjoy it. But just in the last like couple months, he's made huge progress. And basically, once he has mastered a skill, they will move on for it. So the whole time they're having him, you know, practice the skill, they're running these programs and they're recording the data. And then once he gets to the point where he's at 100% accuracy with it, they move on. So he has mastered that skill. He is, you know, making his vertical and horizontal line which is also one of his benchmarks for his IEP goal at school. And he has made that as well. So it was very exciting. So now they have moved on to drawing a circle and it does not have to be a perfect circle, but you know, they're working on kind of a round, a round object for him to draw. So that's kind of the next thing. And again, once he, you know, masters that, then they move on to the next. So that's kind of how ABA works. And basically they're just, they're, they're running all these programs with him. And so then about once a month, we, we all get together and we just sort of go over all this data. We also talk about all like the cute, funny things <laughs> that he's been doing in the month. And we just, I mean, especially me, just kind of gush about Logan. Cause I enjoy doing that obviously. <laughs> um, so it's, it's nice to just kind of catch up because I, I'm, I'm there obviously. Like I have to be there for therapy, but I don't always see everything that's going on like in session. And a lot of the, some of it, especially now I feel like is translating it's things that he does outside of session as well. So that's really cool. Cause it's like, I'm seeing it, but there's some things that they do that I, like, I don't even realize that he's able to do. And then they tell me like, Oh yeah, he's doing this. Like they said, one of the, the programs that he just mastered was him being able to 
verbally identify 10 different objects. So I think it was mostly like animals. Like he was having to, you know, they show him a picture of a horse, say horse, picture of a dog, say dog. And he's able to do that with 10 different things, which is incredible. And then now the next, the next thing that they're going to work on since that skill was mastered is going to 15. So he has to identify 15 items verbally. So hearing things like that is incredible. Um, And then we also kind of talk about the things that we are, you know, hoping to work on. And another one of the programs they do with him is called Echoix. And it's basically him kind of like echoing different sounds. And it's just sort of that, obviously, to get him talking and to be more verbal. Um, And some of them are words, like somewhat functional words. Some of them are just like sounds, like like ba or ma, like working on getting his, his, all those, you know, muscles and everything to, to function, to make these sounds. Cause again, it might seem super easy for us, but it's, it can be difficult, especially learning to like, you know, move your tongue and position your mouth in a certain way. Like that's sort of like where we're starting from with these things. So yesterday they were talking about all the words in his ECOEX program that he had mastered or, you know, were sounds, I should say, not necessarily words that he mastered, but sounds. And his BCBA was showing me kind of the list that they work off of. And I saw that one of the sounds on the list was mama. And I don't want to cry, but, you know, Logan, when he was very little, he, he kind of did like a mama, mama, mama sound. Um, but he's never, never called me mommy or, or mom or mama. I am getting a little emotional. And that is something that I, I want so badly to hear. I think every mom wants that. And I, I saw that on the list and I said, can we work on this next? Can this be the next thing that we, that we add to the echoics? And she was like, yes, absolutely. Um, so that, that is definitely a goal for 2019 is I, I would, I would love for Logan to be able to, you know, address for me and call for me. And that, that would just be a dream come true. That would be six years in the making. Oh, sorry. The emotions. <laughs> um, that's something I want so bad. I can't wait for the day when I can hear him call me mom. And I also can't wait for him to be able to tell me, say, I love you. Those are two really, really big, big things that I want for him. And selfishly for me too. (laughs) Um, okay. Sorry. Regrouping. I told you guys I cry a lot. You just saw it. Um, but those are, those are kind of the, the goals and the, the hopes and the, the, the wishes. I do think it's important and I don't want to say lowering expectations, but I think it's important to have like realistic expectations or shifting your expectations because there are times when I, I think about things with him and I'm like, Oh, I really want him to do this. And it doesn't matter what I want. It really doesn't. What matters is that he is doing the best that he can. He is working so hard. And again, I am proud of him no matter what. So 
it's not that I'm like, oh, I need to like set these low goals for us so that I feel like we can achieve them. I just, I, I don't, like I said before, I don't want to put too much pressure on him. I don't want to feel disappointed if, if one of these things doesn't happen, but I am a firm believer in positive thought. And I think that you got to like put it out into the universe and I know that sounds kind of silly, but that's, that's to me that that's important. I think that when you put it out there, you know, what, what you, what you give comes back to you. And so that's kind of why I'm like, you know what, let's, let's just lay it all out there. Let's lay it on the table. And then next year when we head into 2020, God, that's scary. We can check back and see, see where we are. So that's really all I had planned to talk about today. Um, again, I just want to say thank you so much to everyone who is listening and everyone who has reached out. I can't say thank you enough. Everyone who has written a review, especially on Apple podcast. I love you guys. If, if you're listening now and you feel you love the podcast or you're, you like it, <laughs> you would like to leave a review. That would be incredible. Um, again, if you want to connect with me, you can find us on Facebook at adventures and autism podcast or on Instagram at Instagram. Sorry. I'm not sure what Instagram is, but on Instagram, it's adventures and autism pod, or you can email me at adventures and autism 2018 at yahoo.com. If you just want to chat and connect, I would love that. If you would like to be on the podcast, if you would like to be a guest, if you have a, a story to share, I would love to chat with you. Um, so that is it. I hope that everybody has a wonderful holiday, no matter what you celebrate. I love you all and a very happy new year. And I am, I'm so excited for, for 2019 because I just feel like the future is looking so, so very bright and I am so thankful. So, all right guys, that's it until next time. Take care.